the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. So the title of the message today is, We Are Members of God's Family. We Are Members of God's Family. Christianity is ranked as the largest religion in the world, with more than 2 billion adherents. In spite of what skeptics may say, the Church of Jesus Christ is marching on according to God's plan. We may have problems here in the United States with respect to how the Church functions, but around the world, especially in the third countries, the Church is blossoming, the Church is growing. And the church is experiencing the empowering presence of our God. The church is a human divine institution designed by God to fulfill his redemptive purposes for humanity. The church is the means designed by God to provide us with what we need to fulfill his purposes for us. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 21 says, May the God of peace provide you with every good thing you need in order to do his will. See, God has provided a structure to help us spiritually, and that structure is the church. The Apostle Paul, writing to his son Timothy, In 1 Timothy chapter 3, 14 and 15, which was read for us, but in the contemporary English version it says, I hope to visit you soon, but I'm writing these instructions so if I'm delayed, you will know how everyone who belongs to God's family ought to behave. After all, The church of the living God is a strong foundation of truth. When we were born physically, we joined the human family, the human race. When we were born again spiritually, we joined God's family. As Paul says in 1 Timothy 3, the church is a family. 
The church is not an institution. It is not a religious club. It is not a society. It is not an organization. It is not a business. The church is a family. That's how we are to relate. Now, the church is both universal and local. All who know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior are members of the church universal. Not only in this age, but in all ages, everyone who accepts Jesus Christ as their Savior is a part of the universal church. You don't have to join it. You're automatically a member. But we need a local family where we can connect with other believers and can give and receive the support we need in order to help us along in this uh, sinful world. What happens when a building doesn't have support or a foundation? It collapses. Without a church family, you will have no support, no foundation. You will not be all that God wants you to be without a church family because this is his design. This is not our choice. It is his design. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 19, So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners, You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. The Christian life is not just a matter of believing certain facts, even though that is important, that there are certain things we might need to believe in order to be a Christian. It includes belonging, being a part of God's family. Saying I want to be a Christian and not to be a part of any local church family is like saying I want to play football in the NFL, but I don't want to be a part of any team. It's like saying I I want to play the tuba, but I don't want to be a part of an orchestra. So there is a difference between attending a church service and belonging to a church family. God doesn't want church to be something you go to. He wants church to be a family you are a part of. So let's um, take a look at some of the benefits of a church family, a local church family. God has five goals for our life. He saved us and brought us into his family for five reasons. And he designed the local church to be the instrument that helps us achieve these five goals. The first benefit of a local church is to help us to focus on God. It is to help us to focus on God. Do you ever find it easy to forget that God is with you all the time? Do you ever find yourself focusing on trivial issues that aren't really important? The Bible says one of the purposes of the church is to help us refocus God knew this, and so he put it in the Ten Commandments. He says, every seventh day, we are to take off a day to refocus. And this is called worship, the first purpose of the church. In Matthew chapter 22, 34 through 38, we read, 
When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they came together, and one of them, a teacher of the law, tried to trap him with a question. Teacher, he said, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. So why is this the greatest and most important? Why does God say above all other things that we should love him first? You see, this is what we were made for. God made us to love us. And he wants us to love him back. God knows everything about you and me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And he still loves us because he created us to love us. He wants us to know him and to have a proper relationship with him. And so the purpose of worship is to help us to know and love God. One of the benefits of worship is that nothing puts a problem in perspective like focusing on the greatness of God. Sometimes we are just overwhelmed by a problem. You come to church, sit down, worship God with a group of other people, and you think, God is in control. I can handle this because I'm trusting him. Well, someone could say, can't I worship by myself? Of course you can. But you need a church family because there's more power in group worship. We were not created just to be alone and to do things just by ourselves. Have you ever come to church when you didn't feel like it? And then after it was over, you were glad that you did come? We have all experienced that. So the first benefit of the church is to enable us to focus on God. A second benefit of the church or church family is that it helps us face life's problems. Now, life is tough. We all know that. God never meant for us to go through life trying to handle life all by ourselves. And so he has given us a family, a fellowship, and made us members of his body, the church. Do you ever get discouraged? Well, the antidote to discouragement is to get around some encouraging people. That is called fellowship. And when you are around people who are really high in their spirits and rejoicing and giving thanks to God, they can lift you up from where you are. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 10, and 11, Christ died for us so we could live with him whether we are alive or dead when he comes. This is why you must encourage and help each other, just as you are already doing. The Bible says a Christian life is not a solo act. There are no lone ranger Christians, or at least there shouldn't be any lone ranger Christians. We are to give strength to one another. If you don't get around other Christians on a regular basis, if it is even uh, virtually, by 
Zoom or through Facebook, then you go cold spiritually and the enthusiasm goes out of your life. So we need one another and we need to give each other the support that comes from knowing and loving God and loving each other. 1 Peter 3, 8, not on your outline in the Living Bible paraphrase says, you should be like one big happy family full of sympathy toward each other, loving one another with tender hearts. I think this is more important today than ever because there is so little sense of community in our society. Many people don't feel like they belong. They don't even know their neighbors. Most of us don't have close relatives near us. And the Bible says the church is to be an extended family. We are to be brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles to each other as a family does. Galatians chapter 6 and 2, Paul says, share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. And the law of Christ is that you love one another just as Christ has loved you. As Christians, we not only belong to God, but the Bible says we belong to each other. In Romans 12 and verse 5, Paul says, there are many of us, but we each are part of the body of Christ as well as part of one another. Some of you growing up in your family did things together. You played together, laughed together, you cried together, you supported one another. Well, we as a church are a family and are supposed to do just that. Well, the third benefit of a church family is that it helps to strengthen our faith. We need to have our faith reinforced on a regular basis. Hebrews 6.1 says, let us go on and become mature in our understanding as strong Christians ought to be. God's will for each of us is that we grow up and become spiritually strong. We can be old physically and immature spiritually. Familiarity or getting to know the scriptures and what God teaches uh, us to do enables us to see life from God's point of view. So the question could be asked, what happens when I read the Bible and I don't understand it? But that's one of the reasons God gave us the church. And God has given to the church pastors and teachers to help us to understand his word and to seek to live by his word. All of us know people who have been Christians for a long time who haven't grown very much. They go to church, but it hasn't made a difference in their lives. Yet we know other people who have been Christians for a short time, who spend time with other Christians studying the Bible, and it has made a vast difference in their lives. What makes a difference? It's not because they're so smart, but they spend time with other Christians studying and discussing the Word of God. Just by sitting by yourself and reading is not going to do it. You need a group around you to discuss it and, and to 
uh, get a better understanding of what uh, the word is saying. There is a difference between being a Christian and being a growing Christian. Spiritual growth is not a solo act. You grow spiritually in relationship with other Christians. A Bible study or small group is the ideal place for you to go spiritually because you're with others and you can talk about what you are reading and get a better understanding through the discussion that takes place. But a fourth benefit of a church family is it helps us find our ministry. The Bible says that God has made us unique. We are uniquely shaped. God has given us five things to shape us. He has given us spiritual gifts. He has given us a passion for doing certain things. He has given us abilities. He has given us a personality. And he has given us experiences. And God uses all of these things to shape us in a very unique way. So why has God given us all these, all these uh, things? He has given, a, given us these talents, spiritual gifts, because he wants us to make a contribution to the world in which we live. God wants each of us to put something into this world, not just take something out of it and die. Whenever you use your talents and abilities to help other people, the Bible calls that ministry. You are ministering to others. The gifts and talents are not for your benefit, it's for the benefit of others. Ministry is anything you do when you're using your talents, spiritual gifts, or abilities to help other people. It doesn't mean that what you do has to be in the church. There are lots of ministries in the church that you can be a part of. But whatever you do for, as unto the Lord in your line of um, work, your profession, your job, if you do it in the right way, giving glory to God, then that is worship. That is ministry. And we need to understand that ministry is not only in the church, but it takes place outside the church. So if you are doing something and you feel that you want to honor God in what you're doing, then you are doing ministry. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 says, It is God himself who has made us what we are and given us new lives from Christ Jesus. And long ages ago, he planned that we should spend these lives in helping others. Oh, I wish I had time to deal with all of the, the others' passages in the scriptures. It's full of information there in the scriptures. It's always about others, not about me. It's about others. God wants each of us to spend our lives helping others. The job description of a pastor is to equip the people of God for doing ministry. A lot of people have a problem with low self-esteem. They feel insignificant, unneeded, unwanted. What is the secret of good self-esteem? Be what God made you to be and do what God made you to do. That is what ministry is about. But the fifth benefit of a church family is to help us fulfill our life's mission. 
Help us fulfill our life's mission. When a Christian discovers his or her God-given mission, all of a sudden life begins to make sense. There is meaning, there's significance, there's satisfaction in what you do. The moment you commit your life to Jesus Christ, that life mission is activated. And part of that mission is called the Great Commission. It means we are to share with others the good news about Jesus Christ. Acts 20, 22 and 24, the Apostle Paul says, And now in obedience to the Holy Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit has warned me that prison and troubles wait for me. But I reckon my own life to be worth nothing to me. I only want to complete the mission and finish the work that the Lord Jesus gave me to do, which is to declare the good news about the grace of God. There's no greater accomplishment in this life than to introduce somebody to Jesus Christ because it not, not only affects them here, but throughout eternity. Can you imagine getting to heaven and have someone come up to you and say, I'm here because of you. Thank you for sharing the good news with me. What could be more significant than that? Why does God leave us here on earth after we become Christians? Why not just take us um, to heaven immediately so that we don't have to be in this world of sin and fall uh, to all the things that are, are happening? He leaves us here to tell other people of his incredible love, kindness, compassion. You see, we become God's agents. The Bible says we are ambassadors for Christ. Romans 10, 13 and 14, Paul says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? So there is no greater joy than introducing someone to the Christ whom you know and you have experienced and you have served. Because eternity is intersecting with that person's life. So the, these are the five benefits of having a church family. It helps us focus on God. It helps us face life's problems. It helps us strengthen our faith. It helps us find our ministry. And it helps us fulfill our life's mission, that of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Or if you're not a part of a local church family, where are you going to get these benefits? The church offers you something you can't get anywhere else in this world. The difference between an attender and a member of the church is commitment. An attender is a consumer. A member is a contributor. An attender is just along for the ride. A member is a part of the team. 
God says he doesn't want you to just go to a church. He wants you to be a part of the family of God. I want to challenge someone listening to me today to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Whether you have five or 50 years left, give it to the advancement of Christ's church in the world. It will far outlast anything that you do here, no matter what your profession is. I believe in the church, and that's why I've given more than half a century of my life to serving Christ's church. 43 years next Sunday here at People's Baptist Church, serving you as God has led me. I believe in the local church, for it is the place where God's word is proclaimed. It's a place where the standards of God are declared. It's a place where hope can be restored through God's grace. It's a place where hunger souls can find the living bread. It's a place where discouraged hearts can find assurance, where voices are united in fervent prayer to God on behalf of one another. It's a place where mercy and forgiveness are experienced and where friendly welcome is extended to those who show up. The church is more than a mere religious institution or organization. It's a fellowship of the redeemed of the Lord. It's a fellowship of the family of believers, the justified by faith, people whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life and who have mansions and crowns awaiting them in glory. As the hymn writer says, when we all get to heaven... What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We will sing and shout the victory. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.